0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Teeth and Tales. I'm your host, Dr. Shadi Manacheri and this episode is In Conversation with Dr. Rabia Mahan. So the truth is, we started this episode with a specific topic in mind, but me and Rabia got so carried away with talking about just everything, like our dental journeys, our failures and mistakes, and what we've learned from them. Um, our purpose uh, with our social media content and how we identified that, and how we, you know, really wanted to be different in what we create and how we went about doing that. Um, we also answer a very, very popular question that we both get asked a lot, which is, should I study medicine or dentistry? We both have very young followers who are possible prospective dental or medical applicants, and we both get this question a lot. So. We talk about how you can make your decision and what you should base your decision on, really. So, I really hope you enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Hi, Rabia. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Shadi. I'm excited. I know you've done a lot of interviewing stuff, (laughs) so it must feel nice to just be on the other side for a change. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and how you got
1: here, please. So I qualified in 2014. I'm a general dentist. um, And just this year, I um, bought a practice after being an associate for about six years. So I stayed on in my training practice and um, I became a VT trainer there. Um, and then I used to work part time at a couple of other practices at the same time that kind of had a variation in patient base and treatment and then kind of felt, OK, now I've got the experience. I've seen different practices. I know how I want to run mine. And then um, this practice I moved to in 2017, um, I kind of worked there for a couple of years. And I realized, you know, what, I like the area. I like the patients. It's a small practice, but I can just see myself growing it the way I want um so yeah here I am now practice owner in Isleworth still a general dentist uh it's a mixed practice two and a half chair so doing doing my business there <laughs> amazing and was there a, s- a specific
0: point that you realized you want to go into practice ownership or was it something that evolved or did you always know
1: I think I kind of always knew um After qualifying, I first wanted to become an orthodontic specialist like everybody. (laughs) When my path changed, I was like, oh, actually, I like doing everything. I like doing all aspects of dentistry. I like having that relationship with patients where I see them come in for their checkups and, you know, see them... It just evolve from being afraid of the dentist, to loving the dentist, to their health care, oral health care, improving, and just kind of being a part of their life. And And I think being a general dentist helps you do that. When you're a specialist, you kind of do that treatment and then you're done. You don't really see them again. Whereas being the general dentist, I kind of feel like I'm part of the family, which is really, really nice. And um, I think after just being a, a year of, of being an associate, um, I kind of realised now, do you know what, I'd like to be boss. <laughs> like yeah. to be both and do things a certain way and and I could just see that I, you know I wanted to provide a certain level of care I just have to do it myself
0: mm-hmm. no it's definitely great and how has the uh, how's the stress of the job changed for you from being an associate to being a practice owner
1: so I think being an associate a lot more flexible you get to work nine to five like three days a week which is what I was doing um, and then when you get home you just don't think about the job anymore Uh, but when you're a practice owner it's a 24-7 job I feel like I'm working all the time even Saturdays and Sundays so if my my staff go in you know I have to be keeping my phone on in the morning 7am when I know they're going to be going in Um, after work I'm doing admin paperwork dealing with patient issues um, trying to keep up with guidelines making sure staff are okay Um, I've gone from being a patient based kind of dentist to a to a business person as well as a counselor for my staff and you know the, the hardest thing I actually did one of, one of the things I had to do in the first month of taking over was having to hire someone and then fire them so it was skills that I did. you're not taught at dental school yeah um yeah. but you kind of just have to learn on the job so I had to sit there on google like how do I legally someone and how do, I have a, how do I have a meeting and how do I do this in a amicable way and it was really, really hard and like soul destroying yeah. but like these things you have to do um so I, f- I find that part quite hard uh, I'm getting better at it now um but it's like now the rest of it like learning to switch off and not think about work when I'm at home um it's just I think it's just that side from not switching off um that's the hard part I think and you don't realize until you buy a practice how much more there is to the job Um, you know uh, you don't get to switch off so that's the hard part I think.
0: Yeah definitely do you know I used to always think when I was studying when I was a student I used to think I can't wait to graduate and start working because when you work you know it's, it's a job you kind of work nine to five and then you forget about it and you live your life whereas with studying there's no end to it you know 24 hours a day you can be studying weekends all that kind of stuff and I kind of feel like practice ownership is the same you know there's no way you will switch off you kind of have to make that conscious decision to switch off rather than being like okay it's nine to five because naturally you want the best for the practice you want the best for the patients and your staff so it's if if you're a good principal it does it does take over a lot of your time and a lot of your life um, what was studying dentistry like for you because we, we actually went to the same uni you were the year above me so we went we went to a great uni not that we're biased but what was studying dentistry like for you was it did you have any struggles along the way or how did you find it?
1: I actually really enjoyed uni. <laughs> I have, I'm have. i a bit more of an academic, so I really liked it. I liked going to uni. I liked studying. I liked the revision aspect of things. I liked teaching. So the way I used to learn was teaching. So I used to, do you remember the guide building? I used to be in there with my yeah. whiteboard teaching and then people would walk in from my year they were like oh they know Rob is going to be teaching her imaginary friends so they walk <laughs> in and they would just Aww. learn from me I was like, great now I have actual people to talk to and I would just teach and I just enjoyed that and um I remember once sitting in the library and somebody came back and said oh look at these notes they're really good they'll help you with your crown prep and I looked at and I was like these are my notes like who are you where did you get these from like how are my yeah. notes like so I actually enjoy I'm really sad so I enjoyed that part of things so um it was good it is stressful and there's a lot to do but looking at you know being a business owner now that was a walk in the park you know dental was nothing on what it is now there's so much but you know in uni you're just studying that's all you're doing you're studying you're learning new skills that's fine It's, it's what we've been doing our whole life but when you become a practice owner you're doing things that you've never done before and I and I've never been geared that way I was like an academic and I was a people person you know still am but now I have to be a business person and then a Counsel, just 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 so much more it's just so much more as well as having my own life and you know being married and you know just wanting to do things other than dentistry so yeah so much more
0: Yeah, I agree. I always think being at uni is like the best of both worlds, because you're independent enough to make your own decisions, have sort of exciting experiences, whereas um, you don't have that many responsibilities. You know, when you graduate and you start working, you suddenly have all these responsibilities that no one really teaches you how to deal with, like paying taxes or like this kind of stuff. It's really, it's really, really difficult and no one teaches you how to do it. Yeah. no
1: taxes you just mentioned it my heart hurts yeah <laughs> <laughs> when that first tax bill hits you you just want to cry you're like oh my god what i'm poor. <laughs> why <right>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly grown-up stuff basically that you're not taught in dental school so if yeah. anybody who's a dentist listening to this i'd say just enjoy dental school it's fun you know it is what you make of it um if you want it to be stressful if you think it's too much to handle then it will become that So
0: tell me a little bit about your social media journey because you are very, very active on there and I really, really enjoy your content. You put out some very, very useful, um, great, really great content. And since I started on social media, I've only now just realized how much work it actually is. So tell us a little bit about how you got started on social media.
1: I think I started about a year ago, a year and a half ago. Um, And I don't like social media, actually. I don't have like a personal Facebook or a personal Instagram. So the first time I came on Instagram, it was dental. Um, and that was actually my husband's doing he was like oh Robert you need to like get out there get out of your comfort zone I'm like no I don't want people knowing about my life and if I'm going to post what am I going to post about like I have no idea I look at these people with their amazing work and teeth and that's just that's not me like I, I love my job and you know I'm an NHS dentist I'm not doing smile makeovers and things so mm. I've got nothing to post about and he was like just just start one because you don't want to and it makes you uncomfortable and two because it's it's where everybody is heading you've got you've got to have some sort of social media thing just just to challenge yourself and I was like fine so I started it um and then I just thought how do I do something that isn't like everybody else but more like me because um, when I started my page, it looked very much like everybody else's who was dental on there. And I thought, this isn't me. You know, this is this is not who I am. And then I just started filming my day. So I'd get on to my stories and I'd, I'd talk about my day in general practice. And then I started getting messages from students and and, and patients saying, oh, wow, I didn't realize dentists do do fillings and they take out teeth and they do root canals because all they'd seen was whitening bonding and fillers and Botox and they were like oh so yeah. don't just do this and I was like yeah and then I would talk about my day I'd say I've done files. and they're like oh there's actually more to it than what social media shows and it was really nice getting messages from students to be like, oh, wow, like I thought I'd have to be a cosmetic dentist. I'd have to do this. But you seem to love your job and you're doing general dentistry. And I was like, yeah, I love general dentistry. Um, it's fab. Um, and then I, when I realized from their messages that actually there's nothing quite like what I'm doing out there, I just carried on doing it. And um a uh, dental media marketing company um, dental hype approached me they were like we like the way you are on camera we'll just think about doing something they wanted to boost their brand and they were like would you like to do something you know out of your comfort zone as well and I thought like, oh and my husband I was like go for it like he really encouraged me to like get out of my little comfort zone of my screen on my phone <laughs> and so they're like we'll film and you pick a couple of dentists and we'll pick a couple of dentists and we'll interview them. And that's where Denfluence came about. Um, and I started filming people like Dr. Sainab, Simon Chard, Rona. And that's how I became friends with all these people. And um, I hate being, funny Laugh because I'm up, even though I'm on my phone on my Instagram, I hate being on camera and talking. I'd be like sweating on the side. They had to have the aircon on while the cameras and the softboxes on me. Like, I hate this, I'm dying. And I'd kind of just like wing the questions. And, you know, if you watch the episodes, you'll kind of see me kind of, grow in the episodes but it was really important for me to do that because I learned more about myself and 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 the profession and the people behind the profession and behind all these amazing smile makeovers and I you know and I got a lot of feedback from students saying wow it's so nice to see the other side to these people because they're just like glamorized dentists but when they actually saw the interviews they're like oh the people with insecurities or who've worked hard to be where they are it's not like a overnight success where a lot of students feel like that's what what these people are but they're not they've put a lot of hard work and effort into it Um, and then from there my social media I stopped doing the DemFluence thing and I started doing more educational so I started just filming for 20 topics where I teach about root canals and oral medicine and perio Um, and a lot of people were like oh this is so good because we can't afford courses right now but I'm learning so much from your 10 minute snippets. And it was good refresher for me to learn and revise and go back to my uni days where I get to teach again. Yeah. So that's kind of what it was. And I was just teaching without having to go into a university and lecture. I was just teaching on my social media and just having my fun. So it was good. It's good. And I've met a lot of people and I've learned a lot of things. And Um, And I I kind of just hoping to bring dentistry together as a whole. I find it can be quite um, divided as a profession. So it's very nice to see people out there willing to to share their knowledge with um, other dentists. So it's really, really nice. I'm hoping I'm helping people in this process.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, because I remember with your GenFluence, I watched all of it. And it's so, so interesting to get to know these people, as you're saying, which is the same thing that, you know, that the idea of the podcast is that you actually sit down and talk to people and, you know, social media, like any kind of social media, whether it's influencers or people whose job it is to be on social media, it's a highlight reel, you know, it's people putting up very filtered, very, you know, um, calculated versions of themselves, their work and things. And, if you're having a bad day and you're just going through social media, it's very easy to think this is the reality. You know, this is what this person is having 24 seven. And I think what you did with Demfluence and just generally with your content is show that actually, no, you know, there's a lot of hard work that goes on behind the scenes. You have bad days, you know, sometimes you don't have time to do anything, especially with the new responsibilities that you're taking on. For example, as a practice owner, it's just showing a realistic aspect to it. And I think that's so, so refreshing. And it's not to say a realistic aspect doesn't have positive sides it's just a mix you know there are positives and there are negative negatives. and I completely agree with you when I started my social media page I felt like I was like everybody else you know like a very very aesthetic um you know feed with very calculated posts I'm gonna put this this then that kind of thing and I was like like, (laughs) yeah it's like what am I doing like is this helping anyone and I was like no like it's just it's just another one of those things that you're just like okay like it's just there it's not doing anything so that's where the idea for all this other stuff came from and I think it's actually it's quite fun because it's dentistry but it's not clinical dentistry you know it's kind of like a bit of a bit of a difference to it and it's it's. listening
1: to your podcasts and my drive to work it's just it's refreshing it's just it's new it's what the new generation need to see because the the lengthy dms i get of how insecure these students are and how they feel that they have to be on social media and they have to have amazing dentistry and they have to live this kind of amazing dentist life and i'm like what are you talking about i'm sitting in my pjs with my unwashed hair eating my nandos because i have no time to cook you know you know just binging on the sofa my life is not this you know super organic pesticide free cooked salmon you know practice owner high five you know Gucci shoes life that you think that dentists have it's It's really not and I'm glad I'm helping these guys see that and I love the way you do your podcast because I think you're also shining a similar light on the profession which has unfortunately been glamorized which is not a bad thing because it it is there is glamorous aspects to it but there's also another aspect that I think people need to see
0: yeah I completely agree and like you're saying I also get a lot of DMs about people asking very specific questions and a lot of people are quite insecure about you know their work their achievements and this kind of thing did you ever have anything like this did you ever have any insecurities when you were you know look back maybe 10-15 years ago did you have any insecurities when it came to your professional life
1: Probably probably a year and a half ago, which is why I didn't want to join social media, because everything you look at is filtered and perfect and the people are filtered and perfect and their work is filtered and perfect. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I don't look like that. How is she? It's just like gymming and she looks amazing and she's got practice <laughs> and she eats all this stuff and she's got you know she's just got her life together and then you realize actually how are you looking at someone's highlight reel which is what my like little posts are about sometimes the ones that I do on text is that whatever people are posting it's like total of what three minutes of their day that they've shown you snapshots of not of them being exhausted or in pain or if they've gone to the hospital for something or if their mother is sick or you don't see those things and who puts that up who wants to share those aspects of their personal life you know and if they're sharing parts of dentistry it's their successful cases it's not their cases where they've had a complaint or things have gone wrong or their root canal has failed And that happens to people, you know, I've spoken to a lot of these people on on Influence, and they've had complaints, and they've had cases that have gone wrong, and things that they've learned through, but that's all part of the growing process, and a lot of people say, look, these are my mentors, I'm like, yeah, it's nice to have mentors, but I think I'm the opposite, where I believe, you know, be your own mentor in a way, you know, just enjoy your journey your process and just keep practicing and and enjoying the profession and learning from your mistakes and go on courses and take pictures of your work and critically appraise your own work and try to develop that way rather than looking at someone be like that's goals I want that life that's goals because you don't really know what they're going through and what their challenges are because you'll never see their pitfalls and you learn from the pitfalls you know um what I remember hearing this quote once it's It's not failing if you don't stop. Like if you keep trying, you haven't failed because it's all part of the learning process. So I'm very much about that. Um, Yeah, I completely agree.
0: Completely agree. Because with, you know, I think with all of us, people who are generally quite ambitious and they want to do certain things and, you know, success is a very subjective thing. Everyone's definition of success is going to be different. But I would say generally ambitious people who are very, very hard on themselves. You know, you kind of... Are used to being the best at everything. You're used to getting top grades. And, you know, like I remember my brother, my brother's a genius and I really, really look up to him. He doesn't see it that way, but I I, he's my role model. And he would get like 100% in all exams. So if I got 99%, I was the failure of the family. Right. (laughs) So I grew up thinking that and with this mentality that I have to be perfect at everything, I have to be good. And you kind of go, you know, when you're in school, you know, you can be the top student and you can be the, you know, the successful one. But when you go to uni, you'll find that there's like 60, 70 other people, you know, our our dental school had small years, but like Kings, they have what, two, 300 people in a year. And they're all literally so similar to you in that they're academically excellent. They've got all this extracurricular stuff. And that I think can really, really affect you. And it can, you know...
1: They're all baking and they can sing and they can dance. I'm yeah. like, what the I'll be a tremendous girl in the year below. And she was like an amazing artist and a baker and a singer and a dancer and she could do dentistry and she was really nice. And I was like, I hate you, but I really like you. <laughs> like, How can there you must do be something this? wrong. <laughs> I was like, like, "Who are you? Like, what is this girl? Like a machine, you know? <laughs> why can't I do this? Why is my cake raw, and why can't <laughs> I paint? But you know what? I we it's human nature. We all compare ourselves, and and because of social media, I'm coming back to that. It's it's, it's easier to compare, yeah, and and it's easier to see all the perfection in life. So just it's important just to kind of uh, keep um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Just keep a. Uh, the right perspective and um, yeah, kind of focus on your goals and your journey and your path and what's right for you and your life. You know, I, like I'm married and I I I know what I need from my life. I like the work-life balance. And there's other people, are single, and they're just like, go getting. And they're just like, I need to excel in this way. And that's great because that works for their life, but that's not going to work for a, a married woman with two kids. You know, this is, it's just, it is, that lifestyle doesn't fit that one lifestyle. You just have to see what works for your circumstances and what makes you happy. Um, I remember a girl messaging once that she's she thought she was really really happy until she got on social media and then she started comparing her life to others and thinking why don't I have this and why don't I have this but before she got on social media she was so happy so I said to her then then you need to realize is the problem the comparison or your actual life Um, and she just realized she goes actually it's the comparison I actually am happy with what I have Um, and I think that's just what it is sometimes we forget when we start to compare um, somebody else and I I was listening to something about comparisons
0: recently. I think it was a podcast and they were saying there there are two types of comparisons. There's an upward Mm -hmm. comparison and a downward comparison that you almost never do. So you almost always compare yourself to those who you think are doing better than you, doing more than you. And I actually was going through a similar thing. I think we all dip in and out of these situations with comparisons and it depends where you are, you know, in your mental health. If you're doing, if you're having a good day, you're fine. But if you're having a bad day, you should not be going on social media. It's honestly not the right thing to do. And I was having a chat with my principal, actually with my boss, who's lovely and he's very much, he's very spiritual and he's very Zen and he's acquired this over a lot of practice. And he, he tells me he's been through a lot and it's given him this perspective on life. And he was like, look, yes, there might be 50 people ahead of you, but there are a thousand people behind you. So have perspective. Yes, you want to go somewhere else. Yes, you might have goals, but that's the point of life. You should always have goals. You should always be trying to improve, trying to become a better whatever it is, whether it's a clinician, it's a person, whatever you want to be. If you don't have goals, you know, your life is pointless. So. Yes. Do that upward comparison if you're ambitious and to give you perspective on what you want to do, but don't let it get you down because you're, you know, you're already ahead of a lot of people. So this is a big topic and i'm sure because a lot of people look up to you and ask you questions and i get this question a lot as well and this is something we've spoken about medicine and dentistry did you God. ever consider medicine
1: No, like, do you know when I actually tell people off and I do stories on this as well. When people say, what should I pick? Medicine or dentistry? And I just look at this question and then I go on a rant and I don't know if that's just me, but they're completely different professions, okay? Just because it involves humans, it's not the same thing. Medicine is a completely different profession. Dentistry is focused on teeth. Um, You work with a nurse, you're in clinic you are a surgeon, you're like drilling, filling. It's very, very different. Whereas when you're a doctor, it's like top to toe, you could go into like cardiac. It's, 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 I just don't understand how people make that comparison. Um, And people who I know that wanted to do medicine who end up in dentistry, hate it. Like I, one of my friends who ended up doing that is now selling cookies, you know? She's quit dentistry and she's gone into baking because she hates it because they're not the same thing. You shouldn't do medicine because you really want to do medicine. You should do dentistry because you really want to do dentistry. Um, it's a very artistic career. You get to work with people, it's very special specialized, it's very niche. It's you're working with your hands all the time. Whereas medicine, you can end up as a GP where you're completely not doing any of that. Like I think quite the equivalent of a GDP, they say is GP, but it really isn't because your the skills are completely different that are required. Um, yeah. And w- people hate us. They don't hate the doctor per se, but they hate the dentist and they're terrified. So you have to have very good people skills. You know, I know it sounds bad, but I don't think doctors have very good people skills. Like, I, you know, I've met doctors like half my cousins are doctors. They don't have the best people skills and they don't need them. They just need to fix your problem. Whereas dentists, we 80% of the problem is that they hate us and they're afraid of us and they think we're gonna cause pain. So they get in and you're already from the beginning counseling that patient and calming them down and if you don't like people like which one of my friends didn't she hated the job because she was like most of the time I have to sit there like telling them not to be afraid just to get that filling in their mouth you know or give them options and you have to be patient and if you don't have these attributes don't do dentistry if you're not patient you're not a people person just leave it and if your communication skills suck, suck just don't do it You know, I don't know. How do you feel about this, Shadi? I don't know if you're going to have a different take on it, but I think if you're deciding. I think they're completely
0: different. I think they're completely different. With medicine, I feel like you have to almost be so, so committed that you are willing to completely give up your life, essentially, for, for a very long time. So for a big proportion of your life, you have to be committed to working and studying and, and that's it. That's what your life is going to be. Whereas with dentistry, it's a little bit more flexible in some ways in that, you know, you don't have to specialize in, you know, coming from a Persian background, you're either, you know, you, you have limited fields in what you can go To not disappoint the family, so my my older brother did medicine, and he wanted to do medicine from when he was little. Like he used to literally walk around with his little white coat and his little first aid box since he was little. And there's a picture of him in kindergarten with a plastic stethoscope, and it's the cutest thing. Mm. My parents tried to tell him not to do medicine because obviously it's a lot of work, and they said, you you consider something else like dentistry?" And he he was like, "Okay, I'll go and shadow a dentist for a day, and then yeah, and then if I don't like it, I'm going to medicine." And he went and he shadowed a dentist who wasn't very fun. It was an elderly dentist that was very you know, established, very old school. And he hated it. He hated it. Yeah. I think he was like shadowing him when he was doing a root canal and he just hated it. And he came <laughs> home and it was like, nope, medicine. But at least he <laughs> gave it a try. So I, whereas with me, it was completely different. You know, since I was little, I wanted to do dentistry because I really liked my dentist. Mm. I had a good time and I enjoyed it. You know, I'm a people's person. I like talking to people. I like... I'm fairly artistic. So I like doing stuff in terms of my hands. I like minor surgery, things like that. So I think you have to be committed. And I don't, I do, this is what I tell everyone. If they ask me for advice, I don't think you should do it for a particular reason in terms of what your family expects of you, you know, all jokes aside, yeah. you should never be doing something because that's what your family expects. Or mm-hmm. even, you know, if, if you have parents who are dentists. You know, this is something that I say is a big no-no. A lot of people, when I was at uni, I used to sit on the interview um, admission panel and some people would come in and we'd ask them, you know, why dentistry? And they'd say, oh, because my dad is a dentist or my mom is a dentist. It's uh, like, that, that doesn't mean anything. Like, unless that inspired, okay, if that inspired you, fair enough, but you have to show that you then worked hard for it and things. So I think it's a very personal decision. You have to do your research. You have to make sure it, it kind of, it ties in with the idea that you have, in terms of your life and your lifestyle so it's it's very very different and when I did my max wax rotation I was so happy because I realized that this is this is the exact reason why I didn't do medicine and yeah, I would never yeah. I never want to go through that again you know whereas for my mm. brother it's completely different so it's it's a very
1: personal decision mm, and it has to be something you so. really want to do it, not just like a, I think I should do one or the other it's yeah. I, yeah, that never makes sense to me. Like, It's so nice to hear that you and your brother both wanted to do your current professions from when you were younger, because I was the same. And and I think you make a good doctor and a good dentist because you want to do it. And you spent, and I and I tell them, you're going to spend most of your life in this profession. You know, you spent yeah. 40, 50 years doing this job. So you should love it otherwise it's depressing and you'll make a shit doctor or a shit dentist yeah. and that's crap yeah, for your patients, and that's crap for your life it's depressing imagine waking up and not wanting to go to work that that's just awful that's just awful to so do something you enjoy and i and i and i, and I yeah. truly believe that and, and if you don't get into one don't do the other just because you didn't get into it because then you're just no, it's, it's all- just it's a nightmare go find something else exciting to go do you know Yeah, absolutely.
0: One of my uh, good friends from uni who was in my year, she is one of the people we spoke about, you know, she was wonderful at everything. So, so clever, really good at clinical dentistry, but she absolutely hated it. So what she did is she, I think it was in second or third year, she realized she absolutely hates it. So she continued. Nonetheless, she did her DFT. And I remember she had a calendar on her fridge where she would cross out every single day of DFT because she was counting down to the end. And then afterwards, she went and did medicine. So she's now studying medicine after doing oh dentistry. Oh, we're
1: talking about the same person. <laughs> I think <we're> <laughs> yeah. about the same person. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, we are. <laughs> but isn't that crazy, right? God. Yeah. Well, if you listen to this podcast, the one thing they take home is just do, do it because you want to, not because someone else tells you and because you really enjoy it. Just remember, this is the rest of your life, guys. This is, yeah. you know, definitely. harder than choosing your spouse. So <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> It's <laughs> definitely a big decision.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. It was so lovely chatting to you and learning about your experiences, the challenges, and everything. And I hope everyone's enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me, Shari. Thank you so much for joining us today i really hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully it made your decision making process a little bit easier if you are stuck between dentistry and medicine as always i would love to know what you thought of this episode so feel free to reach out to me on instagram at dr shadi Manucheri. There will be a new episode every week, so please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode. And I can't wait to speak to you soon.